1: Welcome, brothers, to Show Nine of the Brothers' Journey Show, and welcome back from my uh, my two rabbit trails. As I mentioned to you before, sometimes things come up, and we have to take a detour. So I hope I didn't lose anybody doing that detour, and I and I promise to you that I'm going to stay on track, and we're going to get through these next four episodes, and where we would wrap up the Seven Steps for Next Level Living Kingdom Advancement. So as always, I'll start by giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my loving wife, Rita, my family, my son, Travis, Andrea, Matthew, Izzy. Lord God, help us to honor those that, um, honor, bestow honor where honor is due. Um, so you brothers for, for sharing this journey, I honor you. So, and everyone is out there trying to do their very best. Brother Steve's honor you in your efforts. Show topic for today, step four, selling. What are you saying? A scripture reference comes from Colossians 4 and 6. It reads, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you are to answer each person. Scripture that we all need to really digest. But the question I want to ask from that is what you're saying, seasoned. Have you thought it over? Are you the type that, you know, whatever comes up, come out? You know, the scripture is clear, we need to know how to discuss the gospel with a person depending on their current circumstance. You also can translate this rule into your everyday conversation. You should take that person's current situation into account when you respond to certain topics. That means the answer may be different depending on the person and your relationship. In this step, I ask the question, what are you saying? The secondary question is who's listening? Who are you trying to convince that you're the best? Before we dive into it, I feel it necessary to update you on your, on your location. Because of the two detours that we had to take, which was very necessary, and I'm fighting myself not to detour again because there were some developments, and if those of you that know me on a personal level know what I'm speaking of as it relates to brothers in the law, um, but it is something that is definitely, uh, we will talk more about that as this as the show and as we continue on our journey. But I just want to assure you that we are on course, you know, the first couple of episodes we talked about, the genesis of the journey, the powers of the seven, you know, then we started talking about the seven steps for next level living, you know, the first step was your spiritual step, the question was, the question is, who are you? The next step is the seed step. That question is, you know, we're talking about your giving and your receiving. It's important it's to guard your seed. You know, your family is your is is a part of your seed It needs to be protected. Of course, your monies need to be protected and they all must be cultivated. Then we ran into a detour with the brothers in the law and I need to, like I said, you know, there's more coming with that. By the way, I haven't received any requests from the book. You know, I put that out in the, in the Brothers Journey update. You know, send me your email. Send me your information. You know, once again, hit me up. Brothers Journey. Brothers, B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S. Journey. 864.com. Excuse me, at gmail.com. So we can have a, a, a dialogue. I can send you a copy of this book. I got these books sitting over here on the shelves with your name on it. So please, brothers, hit me up. So, episode 8 um step 3 was pre-recorded before the detour so i just wanted you know jump back in here with episode number 9 step 4 you know we're going to instill this in our family especially our children you know the confidence that god has imparted within them they have the excellence for greatness the wisdom to display that greatness shouldn't become something that looks like pride or arrogance but being confident in who you are and what you are saying Although it may be awkward, an awkward concept for you to grasp, you are the best thing other than Jesus that you have to sell. Selling happens to be one of those difficult steps along the journey. I've heard it and I've said it myself that I'm not a salesperson. You know, if I had to sell something, you want to buy it now? Okay. And we're going to keep it moving. You know, I don't ever go off and say, you know, Hey, you know, my ice is colder than his. So, you know, come by the ice. I'm over here. The truth is, we all are better salespersons than we give ourselves credit for. You know, you have to sell yourself every day. In life, you have to sell yourself on how great you can become. You know, you have to buy into the fact that people may not spend their hard-earned money uh, on what you're selling because sometimes the answer is no. But don't take that no personally. It could be just not the right time for whatever it is, you know, for them to make that decision. You know, have you ever considered the fact that, you know, ministry is a form of selling? You know, you encounter someone and they don't know the love of Jesus, store is open. And the scripture tells us one plants, the other water, but it's God who gives the increase. So do your part and keep it moving. So when you make a sacrifice to minister to the needs of others, you're giving of yourself to help others. Even so, Jesus was and is the ultimate sacrifice. So don't ever think that what you're doing, any kind of sacrifice or any kind of money or any kind of time that you're given is anywhere remotely compared to the ultimate price paid at Calvary. As you give it yourself, you know, this step of the journey requires that you take a different approach. You are the transmitter of the conversation. Here you express to those that are important. Not to say that everybody you encounter isn't important, but there are some people that don't really qualify or earn that deep authentic you. You give them the surface stuff, the yes ma'am, the no sir, and you keep it moving. But you always be who you are and bring the best to every encounter. But you don't have to spend time telling a random person your deep personal feelings. There are transactions that will require you to communicate the real you, your best you. For example, your immediate family should always get the best you. Your coworkers, your business, your partners, things of that nature should all, you know, get the best you, especially if you're in a productive relationship. But there must be a method to your message that communicates your purpose. In this fast paced society, people only give you a few seconds of attention. With that in mind, you have to tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. And scientists and the smart people have said the average attention span is anywhere from eight to 12 seconds. So if you got 10 seconds to tell somebody something, please make sure that's a interesting, fact filled 10 seconds. So one of the most important first of selling is knowing the value of the product or in case the value of the salesperson. No one else will value you and your time more than you. Consequently, knowing your value begins with knowing what God created when he made you. You must know that you were created in God's image, born a sinner and made a new creature in a new creature in Christ Jesus through salvation. If you are struggling with your value, please go back to step one and do some deeper research on who God is and who he is to you. Understand the process of thinking small to get big results. By that I mean consider the significance of the small details as you develop this big picture. Do not despise small beginnings. You have to start somewhere. Just like in building a house, that process takes place one brick at a time. This knowledge sh- should always allow you to take a detailed personal examination of your values as a professional, knowing what you are made of will t- will be translated during this critical, crucial step, because what's inside will come out. It's like a bucket in a well. If you allow it to go deep, everything that's in that well will come up. So during this process of crafting this message, you know, during this process of crafting the message that defines your purpose, believe you were shaped in perfection. And as a professional, each component makes you the preferred. The blessings of creation by God gives meaning, value and purpose to your life, your business and every aspect of human existence, your life, your family. And every business endeavor you are involved in is your best platform for ministry, you will be more mindful about your communication. My man of God um shared this during a sermon once. It's been a couple years ago. We talked about the Zacharias anointing. You know, he talks about you know in the Gospel of Luke, um, where you know the prophet uh Zechariah had an encounter with the angel of the Lord concerning the promise you know, and, and Zacharias was praying and the angel came and told him that, you know, God is going to do some things, but God and the angel also knew Zacharias, he had to shut his mouth where he couldn't even speak, you know, to make sure that you don't go out here blabbing, telling everybody, you know, this is what happened, this will we'll do, this is what we're going to have and God not, you know, have it prepared yet, you haven't gone through the process. So believe it, just based on that story alone, if God has to shut your mouth to get the promise through you, he will do that. So what I gathered from that story is that sometimes, you know, and most times and every time, you don't have to tell everything. I know we're talking about, you know, we're talking about selling. What are you saying? Sometimes, brothers, sometimes saying nothing speaks volume. So if you have that thing that's burning down on the inside of you, you know, don't tell it. you know, find that person that you can share it with, you can get some feedback from it, on it, to it, with it, and you can really develop an understanding. And you got to seek God for what it is that he's saying because the enemy knows how to whisper in your ear as well. You don't want to mess it up. Please be mindful of, of who it is that you're communicating. You know, to help to build your understanding of who you are and how you interact with your family and others, you know, and your customers, you must have a couple of things in mind. You need to have realistic expectations of yourself and others. Recognize your limitation and those of others. Be the unique person God created and encourage others to do the same and be prepared for difficulties, yours and those of others. The knowledge that God has put a moral compass called the Holy Spirit inside of each of us. Activation is another issue. It helps you understand your strengths and weaknesses in certain areas that will start that internal reality check. For example, honesty, integrity, contentment, respect for people. Morally, everyone has their strong and weak areas. It is when you acknowledge your weakness that you start the process of learning and growing. When you understand, for instance, in a type of circumstances that you're tempted to tell lies, then all of a sudden you're faced with that, you should have a gut check to say, okay, here I go into this encounter where I'm I know I'm going to react in this way, let me stop and figure out how to work through this. So one step in the development of your personal strengths and in developing your strengths and strengthening your weaknesses. Is, you know, to do what's called a personal inventory and kind of, you know, ask yourself some of them questions, those deep questions of what kind of person am I? You know, am I happy, sad, you know, helpful, thoughtful, you know, active, sporty, creative, academic, musical? What are those things? What, what kind of title would you put on yourself? So you can then kind of paint this picture of who you are. I know that's one of the things as brothers, as men, we don't take a lot of time to reflect on ourselves. We got to put in the work to find out who we are. And so maybe once you know who you are, then you can start understanding a part of what you're saying. Because again, life and death is in the tongue. It is so powerful what you're saying. So you have to know if I'm a sad person, I'm going to always speak sadness. I'm always going to be gloom and doom. I don't have anything bright and joyful and peaceful to say. So you got to work on those encounters where you know, you're know you bringing this thing. It's, it's inside of you. So let's work on getting that up, getting it out of the way. So now your, 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 your communication again is seasoned you know it, you understand it, and you can communicate a whole lot better. I'm really going through this kind of in detail about your strengths and your weaknesses, you know, because we're all involved in the marketplace. We have a job, you know, you may have a business, you may have a job and a business, you know, and the way things going today, we talk about the multiple streams of income, you need to be able to have a job and a business, you know, and if you don't, if you have a business, you need to have that primary business and then an alternate business. So you got to have money coming at you in so many other different ways, not to mention your your investments and things of that nature and as it relates to what you are saying let's turn it off and flip the conversation around a little bit of our emotions you know once you start it's kind of hard to turn it off so you got to know those kind of almost use a sense of discernment a sense of okay it looks like I'm going into this situation my my senses are heightened I got that gut feeling and I can do one or two things I can turn and go away from this, go around this situation. but if I stay here, you know I'm already on edge and all it would take is for that person who looks like the last person that said that to me. I'm already on edge. the next thing I know I've popped off at this and you know something happened or something was done or something that was said that's going to change my life. So a sign of maturity would be okay, because I am this type of person, I'm going to avoid that. Because what is spoken, you know, words have power. You know, I don't know who says, you know, the, the words will never hurt you. They, they will hurt you, you know, because some people, that's all they can do to hurt you. They, they're not bold enough to come up and hit you with a stick or a stone, but they sure enough bold enough to stand out there and say some things to you and, 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 you know, cuss you out or whatever the case may be. So we have to be mindful that, you know, words do hurt. Just talking about a business relationship, you know, those can be tricky as well. You know, people are egocentric, you know, they want to know what's in it for me. So if you're the boss and you're sending your people out there to do some things, they need to understand or you need to really pour into this skill of selling. You know, what's in it for me? You're trying to sell me this hot new thing. Well, I just have a question. What is this hot new thing going to do for me? Is it going to help me? Is it? How is it going to help me? How is it going to hurt me? What is it going to do? So they have to be really skilled at not so much selling, but more about helping. So just understanding the difference between the two. You know, hey, let me come and help you. I can help you with this. This thing is designed to help you. So people are are really into it, like I said, from the standpoint of helping, they tend to be more successful, and then your people need to understand, or you need to understand that product that you're selling, research it, understand the, the origin of it, why it was created, where, where does it come from, what does it do, How? Why, how is it going to change your life, so as a salesperson, you know, this is not sales 101, and it's one of those things that is truly a gift, you know, evidence show that, you know, essentially people are always looking for something. You know, they, 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 they understand the lack in their lives. So they're always looking for love and money and comfort and safety and peace, happiness, joy. They're always in search of. So most people are kind of just, you know, they're naturally dissatisfied with their, with themselves to a certain degree. So maybe if I buy this thing, it will help me. So if you truly have something that will help an individual, let them know that this is something that can fill a a deeper void in an individual's life. Brothers, I believe, I believe this is one of the most important steps in the seven steps because, you know, here we, as I mentioned before, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You know, your spoken words are more powerful, probably one of the most powerful weapons you have. It can bless and it can curse. So you got to be careful with what you put your mouth on, especially who you put your mouth on, especially as it relates to young boys. Brothers, as I said, you know, this is one of the most important steps, you know, because we, we know, as I mentioned, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You know, so your spoken words are most powerful, one of the most powerful weapons you have. It can bless and it can curse. So be careful where you put your mouth. Please, please, please be cautious when you speak to your children, especially our young boys. Most of them hang on your every word you speak. Don't allow anyone to praise your kids more than you. You have to pour in them, especially when they're young. You'll find that as we trek along this journey, we'll talk a lot about business and streams of income. You know, so I'm 100% confident that if no matter what, you know, the multiple streams, we are especially, you know, have to teach our kids how to, how, how to, how to grab that concept so they won't start out in a negative. So in conclusion, your answer to what are you saying is driven primarily by the audience. You know, your kids are asking questions or are you the type of, you know, doing the conversation, um, where your words really matter? Some things you can take back, but be sure the words are truly seasoned with salt, sugar, and any other kind of herb that will help to ensure understanding. Once I heard that understanding is the best thing in the world, so please make sure your your, your conversation is seasoned with understanding in mind. The next episode, we're we're going to go deep into the topic of the book in the seven steps for next level living. Step five is my structure step. What do you know? All right, good people. Episode nine is a wrap. I hope you've heard something that has inspired you to continue to work for Next Level Living. In closing, I want to encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. As I mentioned in the update, don't forget to email me, B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y-864 at gmail.com and get you a free copy of this awesome book.
0: Thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to The Brother's Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next-level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.